Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 2132, The Downsides to Owning Out-of-State Rental Properties and How to Deal with Them, by Joel of 5amjoel.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. This show is actually one of multiple shows in our network covering different topics. So if you like the idea of us reading articles to you, be sure to search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this and check out our other podcasts. But for now, let's get right to today's post as we optimize your life. The Downsides to Owning Out-of-State Rental Properties and How to Deal with Them by Joel of 5amjoel.com. There are downsides to owning out-of-state rental properties. Some of them can be combated with careful planning and extra ongoing efforts, while others are simply unavoidable. None of my rental properties are even remotely close to where I live. In fact, the closest property I own is 1,463 miles away, just a cool 23-hour drive from my house. Distance alone presents some challenges, but there are many others I've come to learn about. Here's what I'm talking about. Number one, you can't do repairs yourself. Last week, my property manager called about some damage to one of my properties in Texas. Apparently, there was a big storm that knocked down a bunch of trees, which damaged a fence, swing gate, and bent the gutter on the roof of the house. Luckily, no person or tenant belongings were harmed. My property manager already gathered quotes from contractors to fix everything, and the initial cost estimate is somewhere between $800 and $1,200. At first, this didn't really bother me because storms are outside of my control, but then I started to look at the photos of the damage. The mess doesn't actually look that bad. In fact, I could probably fix all this up myself easily within one or two days. The problem is I live in California and can't just drive over to Texas to do it. I have to fork out $1,000 to contractors even though fixing myself will cost so much less. There are many other DIY projects I've had to hire local contractors for, such as easy toilet fixes, simple paint jobs, or trash removal. I've just come to accept it as a part of being a remote landlord. Going forward, as I buy more properties, I heavily inflate the estimated maintenance budget when analyzing new deals. My purchase criteria for out-of-state rental properties has become much stricter. Number two, keeping up with state and local laws. 
Another downside of -of out-of-state rental properties is local city, county, and state laws that can change over time without you knowing about them. If you own properties in five different states, you have to keep up with the local politics in each individual area. There are a couple of ways I stay informed with local happenings in the areas that I invest in. I've joined a local real estate meetup group for the county I own property in. They send out a monthly newsletter and recap of their meetings, including related town news. I set up a keyword alert on bigger pockets so I get notified when people are talking about my area in online forums. Here I can read all news, questions and answers, and comments shared by other local investors. And I call and chat with my property manager pretty regularly. I always ask what trends she sees and any upcoming changes I should know about. Small political changes can have huge effects on the profitability of your investments. Major employers moving in or out, new freeways or developments getting approved, city laws regarding taxes, etc. You need to stay on top of it all. Number three, multiple state tax filings. This is more of a pet peeve than a major downside. Depending on which states you invest in and your ownership structure, you'll have to file multiple state tax returns each year. As a general rule of thumb, you have to file a return with each state in which you earn rental income. I used to be a fan of TurboTax and filed my own returns each year, but as my rental property business grew, I quickly switched to working with a tax professional. My tax guy does most of the heavy lifting, but it's still a big pain in the ass to file every year. And number four, building trust remotely. It's hard to build a trustworthy real estate team, especially when doing it all over the phone. There can be huge differences in culture, religion, education, and business ethics between the city you live and the city you invest in. All of the properties I own today were purchased sight unseen. I rely tremendously on the local individuals I've built trust with over the phone. One book that helped me a lot is The Speed of Trust by Stephen Covey. This changed the way that I think about building relationships and how I can find common ground quicker with the people I work with. If you're considering buying some out-of-state rental properties and are worried about trusting the locals, read this book. Now that I think about it, another great book I recommend is Long Distance Real Estate Investing by David Green. It gets easier over time. If you want rainbows, you have to put up with the rain. Regardless of all these downsides to owning out-of-state rental properties, I still believe the pros outweigh the cons. You just listened to the post titled The Downsides to Owning Out-of-State Rental Properties and How to Deal with Them by Joel of 5amjoel.com. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com slash advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. For a lot of people, it can be stressful and confusing to manage their finances. Even I used to feel this way when using different finance apps, but then I tried Monarch Money and everything got so much easier. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, 
a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Investing in real estate tends to be a fast track to financial independence, but it does come with more work and risks than passively investing in low-fee total market index funds. Investing in the stock market has a much lower barrier of entry, and so if you're just getting started with investing, I would encourage you to start here. Contribute to your tax-advantaged retirement vehicles and get comfortable with investing consistently and paying yourself first. Build up your cash position and make a dent in your retirement savings and then look to more advanced forms of investing. Again, this is just my personal opinion. Many people don't do it this way, but I consider real estate investing as a more advanced type of investment. I know quite a bit about money management and investing And I consider real estate investing beyond the scope of my comfort level right now. As I get more comfortable with different ways to invest, I may reconsider, but right now my investing strategy consists of passively investing in the stock market and actively investing in my own business. If you're going to start investing in real estate, I think it helps to have a really strong cash position as you're bound to make some incorrect assumptions when you're evaluating an investment property. If you play the numbers too close, When the unexpected inevitably occurs, you may not have the funds to navigate it well. Most people investing in real estate do it on leverage, or in other words, they're taking on debt or mortgages to buy investment properties. This adds a level of complexity because you need to ensure that your rental income covers the cost of the mortgage, property taxes, and insurance, plus maintenance and vacancies. If you're a new, inexperienced real estate investor, there's a strong likelihood that these costs could be higher than your estimates. So a strong cash position can certainly help in this situation. Then your incorrect assumptions become a learning experience rather than a disaster. And that's a wrap for another Monday show. Have a great rest of your day and start to your week. And I'll be back tomorrow where optimal life awaits.